Hi, listeners. Welcome to the She Speaks Life podcast, a weekly encouragement where we share our God stories. I'm your host, Jamie Elizabeth, and I am so glad you are spending time with us today to listen. Hi, friends. Welcome to this week's episode. Today, I have with me Susan Neal. Hi, Susan. Hi, Jamie. So glad that you're on here. And Susan, you and I, we met briefly at a writer's conference and kind of towards the end. Do you remember that? Yes, we were at the, we were having dinner at the awards table. Yes, it was a very exciting time. Yeah, I feel like I was on my way out. It was at the tail end of the conference, and I had to grab an Uber to get to the airport. But I just remember your bright smile, and you had a story to share about health. And I look back at that conference time, I felt like such a fish out of water. It was my first time ever going to a writer's conference. And I know when you step into new territory, it's a little information overload. So there's a lot going on in those three to four days. But looking forward to you sharing, you have an incredible testimony about a health scare and how that journey brought you to publish a book called Seven Steps to Get Off Sugar and Carbohydrates, which congratulations, has won an award. And maybe just tell us more about yourself and and where this health crisis began for you. Okay, well, I'm a registered nurse and I have a master's in health science. And nine years ago when I was 49, I suffered a tremendous health crisis with 10 medical diagnoses and two surgeries. It all started with an abscessed tooth. And every month I just had a new diagnosis, depression, ovarian cyst, adrenal fatigue, a hole in my retina, an emergency surgery for that. And it just went on and on until like nine months later, they found that the tooth that had been crowned before was abscessed. And so then I had to look to alternative methods after the root canal to figure out how to do more because the doctors were just at the point where they were at their limit of what all they could do for me. And God, he made our bodies to heal. We have to we have to eat God's nourishing foods and not the junk the food manufacturers want us to eat. Mm -hmm. But we also have to get to like any root causes for inappropriate eating. And for me at that time, it was because after all that illness and the antibiotics and the emergency root canal that my gastrointestinal tract was just wrecked. So I actually had an overgrowth of candida, which is a yeast, in my Mm. colon. Mm. So I found that by doing an alternative health remedy. And uh, I had to take major steps to resolve that root cause to be able to attain healing and get my normal appetite back instead Mm. of being hijacked by candida that loves sugar, carbs, and alcohol. 
Yeah, it feeds off that, right? Yeah. And, and and it can come from an overload of antibiotics too. Was that your case, you think? Yeah, I had uh, like 10 days of antibiotics and two weeks of a steroid mm-hmm. from the root canal. And then I just knew that was something was off with my gastrointestinal tract. And at yeah. that point, I just didn't even want to get out of bed. It was so bad. Now, what's crazy about your story is our pastors went through this with their son and he had salmonella and he had a heavy dose of antibiotics in the hospital, but then he had the candidia and the doctors didn't know that. And so they went through all these tests with him and he had that stabbing pain in his gastrointestinal area. And it wasn't until I want to say a year I mean, a good year, they went to a doctor in LA and he told them he has an overload of yeast and it's so bad that it's almost shutting down his organs. So the story is very familiar because we kind of walked through it with our pastor's son. Right. And you know, a lot of people have this and they have no idea because we have never been trained to to take a probiotic for a month or two after we finish an antibiotic. We've never been trained to do that. You know, even as a nurse, I wasn't mm-hmm. trained. And when I went to my internal medicine doctor and told him about this infection, he was looking up on the internet to try and figure out how to treat it because he didn't know how. Mm-hmm. So Mm -hmm. it's not mainstream medicine. And to help others, I created a quiz that you can go online and take and try and figure out whether you may have a candida overgrowth. And it's candiquiz.com. So that's candyquiz.com. And the candy is spelled with an I at the end. Yeah. Yeah. I know my brother has experienced it as well. And so he brought us to be aware that we do have yeast in our bodies and it's a thing that can build up without us even knowing it. Yeah. So that healing process, you finally were able to know, identify what it is. You had an overabundant amount of yeast And so you started changing your eating habits. Right. Yeah. I had to go on an anti-candida cleanse for two months Mm -hmm. and I had to go on an anti-candida diet, which is low sugar, low carbs. And I did that for eight months. And then after about eight months, I was healed. And during that time, I clung to this verse. It's Isaiah 40, 31. Those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. Mm. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. And I just clung to the thought that someday I am going to get my healthy body back. And it's not until you lose something like your health that you realize Mm. how precious it was. Mm. Wow. So how many years later did you start writing a book about it? About six years later. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And in that process, you 
had the physical healing? Was there any emotional healing that you had to go through and process as well? Yes, there was, because I believe there's like four root causes for a potential inappropriate relationship with food. And for one, it was the candida for me, and it could be a food addiction or just lack of knowledge. You don't know what food is good and what isn't. But then there's also an emotional component. Mm -hmm. You know, we may eat when we're stressed. We might eat when we're sad or depressed, happy. And so, Mm -hmm. but there's- Tired. Yes. (laughs) That's my trigger. Yeah. So I really believe in figuring out what is the root cause. And another root issue for me was abuse that I had when I was a young, innocent teenage girl. And I stuffed it and didn't tell a soul, not even my husband, for years, I mean, 25 years. Wow, yeah. Shame, right? Kind of feel shameful and then don't want to talk about it. Yes. And Mm -hmm. for me, Satan made me feel like I was a willing participant instead Mm -hmm. of a victim. Mm. And it was through a Beth Moore Bible study that I was doing that I realized that I, I was an innocent victim. Yeah. And Satan had me keeping that skeleton in my closet for 25 years. Wow. Yeah. And the unforgiveness in my heart. And so uh, during this Bible study, it was like, okay, I, I felt compelled by the Lord to take my skeleton out of the closet and tell my Bible study group that I was with. And I remember the day it happened, there was only like five or six people there instead of 12. So it's like the Lord set it up perfect. Okay. It's just a few people. Look, you can do this. Yeah. And I love Beth Moore. Was it the set free Bible study? Yes. Love it. Okay. And so I told him what happened and you know what? Lightning didn't strike. Thunder didn't roar. The world did not go tumbling down. And it was like anticlimactic. It was like, Susan, we're so sorry. You know, can we put our hands on you and pray for you and your healing? And I was like, wow. So they Mm. did. And then I ultimately went and I told my husband. And I went through a whole journey of a year of processing my emotions. And first there was anger and hostility. And I wanted that millstone wrapped around that guy's neck and him thrown into, you know, the sea, like, like the scripture, I think it's in Matthew says that the Lord will do to the, his innocent ones, Mm -hmm. his little ones. And it means it doesn't matter as much age. It's also the innocence. And so, Mm I processed, and I remember a year later, I spoke to my perpetrator, and I had forgiven him. Mm. I couldn't, wow. it, it was spiritual, I couldn't believe it, but 
that hatred, anger, you know, all those negative emotions, they were gone. They were washed away. Wow. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Yes. This applies to so many of us. And I, and I wrote about this in my book, Christian Study Guide for Seven Steps to Get Off Sugar and Carbohydrates, because there is an emotional component to inappropriate eating. Mm-hmm. And so if a person has the unforgiveness like I had, or they have not dealt with you know, whatever they have had from their past, then how can they recover their the future of the abundant life that God wants them to experience? They need to process it. They need to pull the skeleton out of the closet to the light of day because once God's light shines on it, it's mm-hmm. it's not as bad as what Satan makes us believe that it is when it's mm-hmm. hidden. That's right. That's right. He wants us to believe it's it's horrible. It's bad if you let it out, but it's quite the opposite. It brings healing. It brings life. You're writing books to help others and you're free. You're no longer captive, held captive. So how can a person change their mindset to overcome poor eating habits? So when you have your seven steps to get off sugar and carbohydrates, you talked about emotional healing. What are some tips? Maybe asking the Lord, is there anything in my past that I still need to be emotionally healed from? Well, I really believe in doing this with God mm-hmm. because we are not just physical and emotional, but we're spiritual beings as well. Mm-hmm. And so we need to use His power, His artillery, His Bible verses to speak out loud to resist temptation. I believe in getting a prayer partner slash accountability partner to call upon, to pray with. And there's so many components to it. So that's good. We need the Lord to get us through and help us figure out what the emotional attachments are to our our poor eating habits, right? Right. I really believe if you if you can figure out the root cause, like for, for me, I had the candida infection, but also had unforgiveness. Mm-hmm. So it was a physical and a emotional, spiritual component there. So I needed, you know, healing from both of those perspectives to gain control. And once you solve that root issue, oh my gosh, for me, it was like, I no longer craved the chocolate and the wine because that's what the candida ate. Yeah. (laughs) It's like I could get my normal self-control and appetite back. Yeah. So good. So obviously what you went through kind of propelled you to write the book and being called to help others go through similar situations. What are some results that someone can get when they come off the sugar and carbohydrates? What were the things that you experienced once you started a healthier lifestyle? Well, I lost weight and I didn't focus on that because that's just like a natural component of it. But I had clarity of mind and I had energy and motivation. I felt years younger. 
Instead of being groggy and dragging through the day, it's like I had vitality. And when you have vitality and motivation, you can serve the Lord so well. You know, we can go and then fulfill the plans that he has for us to do on this earth. Mm-hmm. But when we're sick and we're just blocked down with, you know, with not feeling well, then it's hard to get motivated to accomplish those things. Yeah. So good. Well, are you able to share the first step out of your seven to get off the sugar and carbs? A little sneak peek? Sure, sure. Okay. Yeah. The, the first step is the hardest. It's mm-hmm. to decide. It's mm, yeah. your choice. Nobody can make you do this. If you have a, a partner, spouse, kids, you know, you can't make them do these things. So yeah. you so number one is to decide. And number two is to gain knowledge and a prayer partner slash accountability partner. Mm. Because we want to partner with God. And we also, we need to know what foods are good and what foods are bad because it's really hard to figure that out these days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So since I have the healthcare background and I can read scientific studies and understand this stuff, then I put it into easy to read language that's okay. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I love your first step with choosing because it all starts with the mind, right? And if we make a choice, we make a decision that happens in our in our mind, then that's the the first step I think with everything. And in accountability, I know I just made a choice and mentioned something in my online Bible study this morning over Zoom. And it was actually a 24-hour fast that I feel the Lord is speaking to me about. And so I made first a choice to say yes to God out of obedience. I've, I've never fasted before, so this would be my first time. And secondly, I mentioned it to the ladies in my Bible study and even know what I was doing until afterwards. I'm like, oh, I just asked for prayer this weekend because that's what I'm planning on doing it. And they're going to ask me next week, how did it go? So now I'm held accountable. And so yeah, that accountability is definitely important, right? To make yes, sure it is. follow through. Yes, most um, definitely. Well, so good. So that prayer guide, is that like a devotional? Is there a space to journal? What does that look like? It's a Christian study guide for seven steps to get off sugar and carbohydrates. And it's like a Bible study kind of, but it's kind of like a Bible study where you, you know, you have your little session and then you have your five days and, but there's a lot of fill in the blanks. And believe me, I go very deep. And I wrote that after I had written seven steps to get off sugar and carbohydrates because people needed something deeper when they had an emotional connection to food. So Mm. that's why I wrote the Christian study guide. And most recently, I just published a online course called Seven Steps to Get Off Sugar and Carbs. And so I have videos with that, audios, handouts, 
and we dive deep because, you know, your health is priceless. Yeah. And so I want to help others reclaim their health so they can serve God better. So good. And you're moving beyond the physical healing because like you're saying, it's all related. You got your emotional, you got your spiritual, and the horrific incident that happened to you, it shows that God's churning it out for good. He's working it out so that you can be able to empathize with other women who have gone through emotional things that have happened to them, some scars, some wounds, you know, that still have not been healed. And I love bringing in that personal aspect by doing an online training. So you're more face to face with the women and it's more personal that way. And, and having that guide, allowing them to journal their thoughts and and their emotional wounds and whatever it is that is attached to the eating habits. And you know, unforgiveness, that just rots you inside. It just creates so much bitterness. It's really just hurting yourself when we just hold on to that unforgiveness. So I know we've had times where we had to forgive and it's even more so when somebody has hurt us deeply and, you know, it wasn't our fault. We were the victim. So any testimonies that we can push out with that is just, I know God is just smiling because he wants us to be free. He wants us to be healed and he can heal any situation. Nothing's too powerful for, for him to heal. So I love that you came on here and and shared your testimony with that and your resources and your books. And I read in your bio that you do Christian yoga. Do you still do Christian yoga? Yes, I teach it every week. I've been teaching at my church since 2004. So oh, God led awesome. me to, to kind of redeem something that was unredeemable. And so I recite Bible verses to meditate upon while we're doing yoga poses. Very cool. I'm familiar with it called holy yoga. Do you call it holy yoga? <laughs> Actually, I call mine scripture yoga and I wrote a book. Okay, good. <laughs> I wrote a book called scripture yoga. And so 21 Bible lessons for Christian yoga classes. Yes. Oh, awesome. I love it. Mm -hmm. Yes. Meditate on truth. Yes. While we're doing the yoga, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, do you have any takeaway for the listeners? I know you had such great stuff to share. And if listener needs to come away with something, was that one thing you'd like to share? I think it would be the Romans 8.28 that, you know, whatever has happened to us in our past, whatever has wounded us and harmed us, that God can take that and make that for good. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we can overcome. With, through him, we can heal, attain forgiveness, whatever emotional and spiritual healing that we need. And we can. We can heal. God, God made us to heal. He is the, yeah. the great healer, the great physician. Yep. I love it. And you coming from your nursing background, it's a special 
everything. I'm sure you go to work and know that Jesus is our ultimate doctor, even when reports say otherwise. Jesus is the one that has the final say. So, well, thank you, Susan, for coming on here and sharing. Where could people connect with you? My website is susanuneal.com. That's Susan U, that's the letter U in N-E-A-L.com. Perfect. And that's where they can go on there and hop on those online courses. Yes. Yes. And all your books. Right. So good. Well, thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Thanks, Susan. It was it was great to hear your wisdom and your story so that we can point others to healing and to Jesus. And you know what I was just thinking? I'm looking at my award over here. You know when we were at the awards banquet for the Writers' Conference last year? Uh My Christian Study Guide, it won first place for Best Christian Study Guide for 2019, Best Bible Study. Awesome. Well, it sounds like the best. I love that. That's got to feel great. And can't wait for listeners to grab a hold of that book. How awesome is that? Well, congratulations, Susan. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening today. I trust that God has encouraged you through this message. For more information on this ministry and to access free downloads, please visit my website at jamieelizabeth.com and sign up. You can also find me on Instagram and Facebook at jamieelizabethshespeakslife. That's J-A-Y-M-E Elizabeth She Speaks Life. Until next time, my friends, I pray God reveals himself through your own life story.